Welcome to Woodbridge Wonder. Join our host, Nicole Canole, realtor and CEO of Easton Ivy Homes, as she discovers the people behind the many incredible small businesses that make up our dynamic community. Welcome back, Wanderers. I'm here with the incredible Brent Parker, the president of Freedom Boat Club Northern Virginia. Freedom Boat Club started in Northern Virginia in the summer of 2017 right here in Belmont Bay. Freedom Boat Club is a members-only boat club that is a hassle-free alternative to boat ownership. They offer unlimited access to a versatile fleet of brand new and recent model boats at an affordable cost of entry. Hi, Brent. Hey, Nicole. <laughs> Thanks. Um, Happy to be here. Yay! Thanks for having me. Happy to be here with you as well. Um, because for those of you who don't know, I'm also a member of Freedom Boat Club. I've been a member for quite some time. So having Brent here uh, is really a highlight for me. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> well, so yes, thank you. Yeah. So let's start at the beginning, Brent. Um, it's, you know, boat ownership is not uh, necessarily for everybody, um, but it could be with this concept. So let's start at the very beginning. Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> what is freedom to you? Yes. So a couple mm -hmm. different ways I could ap approach that. I mean, just starting with freedom. Mm -hmm. um, freedom is really designed to help people have an enjoyable experience on the water. Uh, most of our customers fall into two buckets. Uh, new entrants to boating, people that have never had experience and that want to learn and want to get out there but don't know how. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a lot of our customer base and we have unlimited training and it's a great opportunity for people to get into boating without the experience and without worrying. Yeah. We um, definitely got to go out there with a coast guard captain, uh, and not wreck and die. So it was super great. Yes. <laughs> yes. And so a lot of people really enjoy that. And we love playing that position in the market of getting people into the boating industry. We absolutely love being that placeholder in the market. Uh, another group of our customers are what I like to call retiring boaters, people mm -hmm. that have had three to five boats over the course of their life, and they're just tired of unexpected maintenance and hassles. Right. The best day in a boat owner's life, the day you buy and the day you sell. Is that still pretty accurate? That, <laughs> that is a very common phrase, yes. <clears throat> and so, you know, people that have owned a number of boats and just want to get out on the water but don't want to have to trailer or maintenance or store or winterize or any of that. Um, and so we, we love it. We love the opportunity to get people out on the water. And that's what freedom is. It's awesome. the opportunity to get people out on the water uh, in an enjoyable way. And so this is, I mean, it's an interesting concept, right? So it's not something that not everybody knows about. So how did you, Brent, were you a boater your entire life? Or kind of how did this start for you? Yes. So boating has been in my blood for a long time. My grandfather actually started a boat dealership in 1927 oh, cool. in Asheville, North Carolina. So uh, that was called Parker Boat Company that had been in our family for 90 years until uh, my dad sold the business in 2013. And uh, at that point in time, um, you know, my brothers and I had a, a choice to make as to where our careers would pivot. Um, and my one brother found uh, the concept of Freedom Boat Club and began uh, the first Freedom Book Club location in Daytona Beach, Florida. Oh, cool. Wait, what? I didn't know that. <laughs> yes. So my brother... Uh, owns and operates the franchise down there and he has a number of locations and um and seeing his success with it i was at the time a cpa mm -hmm. for a firm called deloitte and uh had had enough meals in my cubicle to where i was looking for another opportunity and um just watching my brother helping him out a little bit because he's a lot more operations centered i'm a little more number centered so mm -hmm. he was um pulling on my strengths with accounting and finance 
And yeah, we, my wife and I looked into it and decided to take the plunge. That's so, so cool. We were living in Houston, Texas at the time. And um, where are you from originally? From Orlando, Florida. Wow. Okay. So you've been all over the place. You went in the, to college out yonder and then, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. So we, we decided it was time to make the change. So sold my house, quit my job, moved my family across country and you know, this is amazing. <laughs> we, uh, I, I'd actually never been to the state of Virginia before until I had signed the franchise agreement and decided to open up a business here. Why Virginia, though? Uh, with, with a franchise, they have protected territories. And so I researched all the available territories at the time that Freedom had open. Mm-hmm. And this was the one that uh, I viewed and deemed through my research as the best available territory. So we, we decided to go with it. And we moved out here and... Uh, luckily, with uh, the the relationships that I have in the boating industry, just through my dad and my brothers and, and my family, I was able to start uh, quicker than most people would be able to I securing bet. securing boats in a quick amount of time. Yeah, is your brother still doing it down in Florida? Mm-hmm. Oh, very cool. Yep. So, and then you know, it's just been so much fun, and it's been a ride from there, and just great people and great opportunity to enjoy all these wonderful members like yourself. I mean, I remember whenever you, whenever you first started, it was like five boats, right? Yep. I was like, I feel like that was whenever we first joined. Uh, <laughs> it was like two years ago or three years ago. I can't remember what it was right after you guys launched here. I was like, well, and I never had a problem getting a boat. And now there's like a million boats and there's actually a waiting list, which is, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. Yes. Yeah, um, so. In 2017, we started with five boats here in Belmont Bay Marina, and now we've got, uh, within our, our quote-unquote home club locations, mm-hmm. uh, Woodbridge, Stafford, Lake Anna, and now Richmond, downtown mm-hmm. Richmond, uh, we, we have a f- combined fleet of about 45 boats. Wow. I didn't know that. So. It was Wow, that's incredible. How's Richmond going? Because you guys just great. opened that, right? Yeah, great, actually. That's awesome. Um, big demand for it there, and... Um, and, and everything's pacing really well. Very cool. So how does it, the difference between like being dad owning this boat, boat, marine, what is, what was Parker uh, boat? It was de- not a, a boat dealership? club. It was a, be- okay, yeah. it was a dealership. So I'm like, what is, yeah. Okay, cool. So what is it, the difference between like actually owning a dealership versus going to a franchise model? Can you talk about like, I guess the difference is there between owning your own versus coming under a franchise? Yeah. So with the franchise, it's kind of a business in a box. You know, so um, you subscribe to a system and a process. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they have the marketing and the brand recognition. They also have a sales uh, process and system. They have some technology that comes with the package. Um, and, and so, yeah, so they, they, they have a process. And they say, hey, this is our process. It works. It's worked across these different markets. And, you know, we'd love to find franchisees, entrepreneurs to come in and run it in, in you know, your local market. Got it. Uh, whereas... You know, my dad was an independent boat dealer, and if if he had a question on how to do something, he had to figure it out himself. Uh, a lot of the questions that we have, we're fortunate enough to have a franchisor that does oh. operate boat clubs, and we can say, "Hey, you know, how do we how do we do this?" Um, right. And they have, you know, the franchisor Freedom Boat Club Corporate has been in operation for thirty years since nineteen eighty nine, and um, they've had a lot of experience and a lot of know-how and how to do things. That's so cool. some of our key ratios and metrics that we track come from them as, as things that we should 
look out um, for. I didn't realize that Freedom both has corporate locations and individual franchisee locations. So Will and I are going to Florida at the end of this week, uh, like an hour past Destin or something like that. And we, whenever we were trying to get reservations there, they're like, oh, no, we're a corporate location. So we only do X. And it's very strict. And we're like, uh-huh. what? <laughs> it's cool. We've got three reservations down there uh, for the time being. But, yeah, I thought that was neat. I was like, okay, so this must be different from being a corporately run structure versus like Brent. The guy yep. who owns the boat club next door. <laughs> yeah. So uh, corporate owns and operates, I don't know, between 30 and 40 locations. I don't know what the number is now. Wow. Um, but yeah, so it's it's nice having a franchise where that does actually run locations. So they're more in the know mm-hmm. with things. And it's a, a good collaborative environment, a good franchise to be associated with. That's very cool. So how have you, how has this impacted your life, uh, owning Freedom? Because you're about to head out and do some more cool stuff, right? Yeah, so it's been a great opportunity mm-hmm. um, for me, for my family. Uh, you know, one one positive is I've gotten away from breakfast, lunch, and dinner in a cubicle. And Solid. That was uh, <laughs> that was my main goal. And another thing is it's it's given me a little more flexibility to spend time with my my family. I have three young, beautiful daughters uh, that keep me busy, also at home, and mm-hmm. it's it's a wonderful opportunity to take them out in the boats and have boating be a part of our family. It's really cool. I was going to say one of the uh, tickles me whenever we're out walking the dogs and I see you and the girls and your wife come by and you're like taking the big boats out and stuff. And I was like, Oh, they're so cute. That would have been been so cool. Like having that memory as a child with my dad, you know, doing that kind of stuff. So uh, amazing, amazing thing for you and your family there. Yeah. It's so cool. And we like going to all the locations. We live down by Stafford. So we go out Mm -hmm. there a lot. And then Lake Hanna is also a blast. We love to go out there and do a day and, you know, hit some yeah. of the restaurants and go to sure. stuff. Um, we have not been to the Lake Anna Freedom yet, but we've been to Stafford and I want to go to Richmond. And we, when I was telling people, I was like, yeah, they just opened a Richmond location. They're like, where is there a marina in Richmond? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. So where's yeah. the marina in Richmond? Good question. Right there in downtown Richmond, it's Rockets Landing. So uh. it's awesome. Actually, there's a big development um, and there's two or three nice restaurants right there and it's and they overlook the river and we're a marina right there on the riverside oh that's so cool rockets landing development yeah yeah i'll definitely have to go down there because it's great being a part of your club i can just call any of the dock staff or whatever if i need help trying to navigate the system which is still very easy to use i am just a little bit challenged whenever (laughs) whenever it comes to you know doing anything uh ahead of time (laughs) so that's my biggest flaw there um but yeah. So how does the reciprocity work with, you know, like I said, we're traveling and the reservation system. So just tell the listeners about kind of how that works. Yeah. <coughs> so reciprocity is one of the great benefits of Freedom Boat Club. Uh, within your home club, you get unlimited usage. And outside of your home club, you're able to go uh, four times per location per year. Oh, interesting. So, for example, an example I like to use is Massachusetts. There's 11 club lo- cl- club locations in Massachusetts. You could potentially go 44 times a year in Massachusetts if you hit four times at each of those club locations. Wow. Those 11. So, theoretically, because it's a different franchise, like the D.C. location of Freedom. Isn't there a D.C. location yep. of Freedom? So, okay. there's a location right in downtown D.C. Cool. So, theoretically, we could do that, yep, even though we're a member of the Virginia Club. Correct. Oh, very cool. Okay. And Annapolis and anything else. Mm-hmm. Neat. And how many clubs are there worldwide? Uh, there are over 285 locations worldwide. Most of those are in North America, but we are expanding into Europe. Uh, France has gotten the first 
uh, group of clubs, and now we're expanding into the UK and other European markets. And they started here. Yep, they started in Sarasota, Florida, in 1989. 1989. Yeah, oh, that's nice. Um, what is it? Because there's another free. There's not. There's other boat clubs out there, right? So, what is the difference between you guys versus your competitor? Correct. So, like a common competitor that we talk about is Carefree Boat Club. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of similarities. There's also a lot of differences. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the main differences between Freedom Boat Club and Carefree Boat Club is the consistency between locations. Uh, so Freedom Boat Club is a franchise model, and Carefree Boat Club is a license model. Mm. So being that they are a license model, there's less um, rules and requirements that they have to follow to maintain consistency between mm-hmm. different club locations. And so for those of you who don't know licensing, as in like just licensing the name, and then the individual right. owner can do whatever they want past right. that. Right, exactly. Okay. So they license the name, and then I think there's one central software that they have license access to. Um, whereas Freedom, it's more of like a whole package deal. Um, and so f- because of that, there's a lot more consistency. And so I, I would say that's probably the main difference that you would see between uh, Freedom and other competitive boat clubs. Mm-hmm. You know, there's also mom and pop boat clubs that are, you know, onesie, twosie locations. Right. Um, so main advantage, consistency, and then reciprocity. I mean, nobody even comes close to Freedom when it comes to reciprocity. Number of locations, one, and then mm-hmm. also how it works. Yeah. And well, I'm just impressed with the types of boats that you guys have and the fact that they're not really down for maintenance all that often. Um, whenever we're out here and we see some of the other boat clubs go by and we're like, really, you're broke down again, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Cute. <laughs> well, well, you're too nice. We have a maintenance team that works very hard yeah. and... Um, Though we're, though we're not perfect, we're not 100% on keeping boats up and running, they work like crazy, harder than you and I work. Um, <laughs> I'm know? sure of it because it's hot outside, yeah. and I've, I've gone over to your warehouse over there off of Dawson Beach Road. I'm like, I don't, I don't know how y'all do this. No. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, and also one of the things that is beneficial is we uh, will buy brand new boats from mm-hmm. the manufacturers, and then we'll sell them after three years. Oh. So that keeps that keeps the boats fresh, new. How do you sell them? Do you just have like a boat dealer that you go through? Or do you sell them on Craigslist? Or how does that work? You know, we have we try everything. Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace, mm. uh, you know, brokers. We just, we have a couple different channels and we just throw them through each of them. What is the most... I guess the problems that you see whenever it's like novice boat owners, what is the biggest issue that you find with having people who don't might not necessarily know everything about boating? Yeah. Uh, well, there's a couple different ways I could talk about that question. Uh, <laughs> I would say the first one where most incidents happen is at the dock. Interesting. Most people go too fast. At the dock. Okay. Um, our captains are great about coining the phrase, you know, slow is pro, <laughs> and the faster you go, the more expensive the damage is. Oh. So, uh, yes, docking is where you find most damage. Um, also, the other most common point for damage is just um, a little bit of carelessness out there in the waterways and not following the GPS. Mm. The Potomac River is, um, uh, you know, our nation's capital is in D.C. by design of being up a difficult waterway to navigate. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you think about when the nation's capital was established, it was when militaries were the main force and they wanted a place where they could be secured, mm-hmm. you know, accessible, but secured. And so, yeah, Potomac is hard to navigate. There's a lot of shallow areas. Sure is. And, One um, minute you can be in 30 feet, the next minute you're in two. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the channel, the channel's 40 feet. I mean, you could take a submarine all the way up to DC, but uh, outside of the channel, it can get to two feet. 
Uh-huh. And so we find a lot of, you know, broken props and, and broken lower ends of motors because of that. And it's it's just a matter of knowing the river, so familiarity, and then also just paying attention to where you are on the map. Right. We Having have, that look we out. Have, yeah, we have GPS units in all our boats, so. Oh, I you know. Can, you can keep track, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm so, and you have alarms, too. We noticed whenever we were over at Belmont Bay this last weekend, um, whenever we went in three feet of water, because we were just, and I don't even know if we actually were in three feet of water, because I was in the water, and I was definitely, it was up to my neck. But the alarm kept going off, saying that we were in shallow water and to be careful. Yeah. Um, most of the boats have that. It comes standard with a lot of the GPSs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, there's a, there's a depth finder that's mounted to the hull, to the bottom of the boat. And so it gives you three feet from the bottom of the boat. Mm-hmm. Um, where it would sound that alarm, and you can you can program it. I think default from the factory it's three feet, so that's oh. usually what got know, it. That stays on there. Yeah, I think that was one of the best things about being at Freedom. Is so I was I was I owned a boat whenever I lived in South Carolina in a little pontoon boat, and I didn't know anything about it. I didn't. I was just like I was nineteen. I had more money than I had since, and I'm like I'm buying a house and I'm buying a boat. So that's mm-hmm. what I did. Uh, and I will never forget it. I was out on the lake one day and all of a sudden this alarm started going off and I'm like, what is going on? turns out I needed oil (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and no one, I didn't go through any boating classes. So I kept my boat for a season and I was like, I'm not doing this. And then I sold it. And so as soon as we got here and we found out about this boat club was like, this is the best thing in the world. There's a maintenance staff that I don't have to worry about. I don't have to worry about the oil. I don't have to worry about the props. If something was to happen, then you guys take care of it and you just bill me for my insurance because our, our membership fees include the insurance, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, I will never forget, we took one of the cabin cruisers out last year, I think it was, and it was us and some friends, and we went out for Belmont Palooza, and um, I didn't think to warn one of the ladies on the boat not to flush feminine hygiene products down the boat, (laughs) and we ended up screwing up the motor, and Neil had to take that thing apart, and I was like, I'm so embarrassed, this is insanity, Um, but you just don't think about these kind of things whenever you own a boat. If we didn't have a Neil, I would have had to pay somebody a whole lot of money instead of just Neil's time (laughs) to take it apart and clean it out. And you would have been down a boat. Oh, yeah. Right? You wouldn't have been able to, if it's your boat, you wouldn't have been able to use it for a Mm -hmm. number of weeks. And for us, you know, we have a maintenance team that gets right to it. And, you know, the next day you could re- you could reserve one of the other boats and keep going. And For not sure. Miss a beat. Be like, oh, well, one of your 17 pontoon boats. I'll take that one now. <laughs> yeah, it really has been the joy of my summer. It really, and last year, whenever it was during COVID, too, it was the only thing that we could really do between golfing and boating. I'm like, I feel like the preppiest person in the entire world. But I was, I was pretty good. My mental health was in check, thanks to you guys. Good, so, good. Glad yeah, to hear that. No, that's, yeah. That's one of the things we love and enjoy about this job and this company is the opportunity to see people get out in the water. One of my favorite things to do is when I have people out in the boat, look back at standstill traffic on 95 and say, aren't you so glad you're right here in this boat? (laughs) (laughs) Right. A friend of mine reached out and she's like, how long does it take to get from Belmont Bay to to Georgetown? I was like, I mean, if you're going full throttle about 30 minutes, but then you have to work through the whole, you know, no wake zone, then it's a... it's yeah, pretty brutal. <laughs> no, there are definitely days you could get to D.C. quicker by boat than than by car. Oh, for sure. So. It's taken me two hours to get to D.C. from here, and we're only twenty nine miles door yeah. to door. I'm like, this is dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's so fun. I love going up to taking the boat to National Harbor or yeah. to Alexandria. Actually, last month something cool. We went and saw a day game at Nationals Ballpark. Oh, we get took, out of town. We took, took the boat, boat up to the yards uh-huh. and watched the and watched the the Nationals play the Braves, and it was awesome. My girls loved it. It was their first. <laughs> They claim it was their first time getting cotton candy. I don't think it was, <laughs> but like that's still to this, you know, what they talk about is how awesome it was to get Seriously. cotton candy and go to the baseball game. Dad of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Take the boat to the baseball stadium, get cotton candy. Mm. Oh man, that's awesome. It was pretty fun. Yeah. 
I want that. My dad used to take, I was thinking about that. I was like, my dad used to take me to, we had a little farm team back in South Carolina uh, and he used to take me to all those ball games. It's yeah. Nothing like being a daddy's girl. Yeah. <laughs> well, where do you see freedom going? So you've been open for three years. What, what do you want to see to come out of your franchise? You know, so I'll correct one tiny detail there. We've been up for, this is our fifth season. Is it really the fifth? Yep. Oh my God. What year is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's 2021. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but, you know, I want to continue to see people experience the water. Mm-hmm. I want to continue to exper- see people experience boating. Uh, my dad was in the boating industry his whole life. Mm-hmm. And he would do the same thing every summer with taking people out and showing them. And he, it never got old to him because he always enjoyed the new smiles on new people's faces. And I, that's, that's kind of one of our purposes is to see as many people experience and enjoy the water and, and, and have this benefit for, for themselves, their friends and their family. Oh, stop it. Why are you so perfect? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but that's the, but that's the reason why you're successful right there is because that's where your passion is, is with the people. So yeah. I'm just glad I get to experience it. I get to watch everybody and your docs. I mean, everybody that works at freedom is real wonderful. And had, did you mean to hire a bunch of first responders or did it just kind of happen as like you hired Alex and then all of a sudden like the entire fire department comes to work for you with a second job? Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, we just kind of stumbled upon it. And when, you know, I saw a good thing and we tried to replicate it. That's awesome. And and, you know, we love when uh, first responders uh, take it, you know, are able to work a part time second job, mm-hmm. um, you know, after their full time shift uh, at the boat club. We love it. And, right. and it gives us an opportunity to get responsible people that are trained in CPR, that are trained in, you know, first yeah. responding procedures. Um, and then also one of the benefits that our employees get is when they're with the company for a certain period of time, they can get an employee membership. Oh, cool. And so that's what a lot of um, our employees enjoy is yeah. the ability to not only work around boats, but the ability to kind of take advantage of it for, yeah. for themselves. Right. Uh, that's incredible. How it's awesome. like our employee retention yeah. uh, benefit. So. Yeah. Between your first responders that we've been able to, to kiki with and, and talk to and all that jazz, it's also your kids who you hire for summers and stuff, being able to talk to them about their goals and what they're doing is we always talk to the doc staff and like, especially there was a kid down there um, in Stafford, I think last year he was going to play football for a college. We chatted with him a couple of times. So it's just cool getting to meet the like, good kids who are going, um, going doing doing things later on in life so yep. <laughs> anyway so kudos to you and kudos to your entire staff arlene is wonderful over there she's your general manager of all the clubs now how does this yes, work yes she's the general awesome. manager of all the clubs yeah i've had a unique experience with you guys as i would go to trade shows and them and talk to talk to people about the wonders of freedom boat club <laughs> yes no you've been a great ambassador for us that's you, true you, you well whenever you have a good thing you just well, i just want to support it everybody in the world should know about it so really, I think if anybody, you know, needs to get in contact with you or would like to get in contact with you, who, who is the best person to talk to and what is your contact information? Yeah, that's a great question. So the best person to talk to, now I'm a little bit out of experience with pitching the club and telling mm-hmm. people about the benefits. Of um, course. So Dusty Walker and Dave Prestia are our two full-time membership executives. Is Dave the tall guy? So... Um, Dave works so so Dusty sells for um, Belmont Bay, so mm-hmm. Woodbridge and Stafford, and mm-hmm. Dave sells for Lake Anna and Richmond. Oh, okay. So you've you've probably met Dave down at Stafford. He worked helping us out with operations in Stafford last year, and then gotcha. with the opening of Richmond, we moved him into a sales role, and he's selling for those two locations. Great. 
but really, I mean, just freedombookclub.com. Uh, freedombookclub.com. Fill out a form, you know, name, number, and email, and we'll we'll get in touch with you. We're really good at that sure. kind of thing. Um, and then also Google Maps. I mean, just Freedom Book Club on Google, and you can find a, a phone number there, and you'll be able to get in touch with somebody. I don't know if the phone number on Google Maps is is the dock phone or mm-hmm. our kind of like our central phone number. We have a central phone number. Mm-hmm. I think it's the central phone number. So gotcha. you'll be able to get in touch with them that way either. And you have well. members everywhere, right? Like Loudoun County, like obviously like basically all over Virginia, you don't have to live in anywhere close to here to be a member here. Right. So I think our, our, the member that lives the farthest is two hours away. Oh, wow. And that's straight West. They live out in some, I don't know where, um, but <laughs> yeah. Wild. Uh, I we, feel like I would be renting the cabin cruiser and taking it overnight at that point. <laughs> Yep, we have people, you know, commonly people that live up in, uh, you know, Loudoun County will drive up to an hour, but, you know, it's w- where else are you going to go boating when you live up there? That's true. Right? You got to come down to the Potomac, and, and it's a lot easier to just drive your sports car down here than pull <laughs> a truck and a trailer with a boat. <laughs> with a boat in it, for <laughs> sure. have to worry about something yeah. happening, some be- somebody being crazy on the road, for sure. All the little benefits people don't think about whenever they, they own a boat on a trailer. Yeah. Now you can keep your sports car and keep your (laughs) minivan or whatever. You don't have to. A lot of times when you buy a boat, you have to buy a truck, too. So, yeah, for sure. Well, I guess the last and final question I have for you, Brent, is for anybody who wanted to start their own business, what would be a piece of advice that you would give them? In all of your years of witness, your five years of wisdom, (laughs) (laughs) a lot of wisdom here. Um, Gosh, you know, there's. There's a couple things. I mean, one, um, you just got to do it. You can't, you can't think about it. Uh, you just got to do it. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no good strategy to that. Uh, my dad once said, "You know, son, you know the difference between the people that do and the people that don't." I'm like, "I oh, know. Well, no, dad, what is it?" He said, "Well, people that did did, and the people that did didn't, or did didn't." So you know, it's like so true. It's like, oh, okay, okay. It's very <laughs> simple. You're not wrong. Yeah. Um, And then, what other advice would I have? Mm-hmm. You know, just be passionate about it. Um, there's, there's a phrase in uh, among entrepreneurs that's you know, rush to revenue. Uh, you know, rush to revenue, and then your problems won't be quite as big. Mm-hmm. Um, and be passionate about it and love it, because. There will be times when you will, uh, it will be harder than any other job that you'd had and you got to be committed to it. And the people that make it are the people that are committed and the people that don't are the people that aren't committed, you know? It's true. And it's, uh, yeah, so be passionate about it and be committed to it. It's another family member at the end of the day. Yeah. Yep. You got to be willing to go through the ups and the downs and, um, For sure. yeah. Well, honey, thank you so much for coming in and thank you for spending time talking with us today. I appreciate you sharing your story uh, and inspiring not only me, but any of our listeners. Yeah, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure to be here. Absolutely. All right, honey. Well, we'll see you, wanderers. Have a great day. You know, the thing I love most about our communities is the people who make them up and the amazing stories that they have to share. If you know someone you think has a great story and a great business, please reach out. 
You can find us on Instagram at East underscore and underscore Ivy and on Facebook at East and Ivy or my favorite way, which is good old fashioned email at Nicole N I C O L E at East and Ivy Thanks again for listening. Wonders. This is your host, Nicole Canole. We'll talk again soon.